This episode is in partnership with Roomvo. Roomvo is the number one room visualization tool used by manufacturers, retailers across the globe. To find out more information, visit get.roomvo.com. Welcome, Warren, to the podcast. First of all, I'd like to know, because I don't know, um, who's Warren Clark? Warren Clark is uh, just a floor layer. Basically been in the industry for about, keep saying 16 years, but I reckon it's about 18 years now. Yeah. Uh, been up by myself. I was employed for a company for about 12 years. And then you sort of, you're doing your private jobs and stuff like that. And you think, well, oh, I can see myself doing it, working for myself, basically. Yeah. So how many, what's that, um, six years? Is that uh, six? Or... Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been trading at All Out Flooring for four years. Yeah, so, yeah, four years now. And can you remember what was the final straw when you said, right, that's it, I'm done? Not exactly what it was. I want, wanted a bit more money. Right. That's all it came down to. I asked for a bit more money. They said they can't do it because everyone else would want more money. So it was a, someone introduced me to another guy, done a few days for him, and yeah, here we are today. Class. And All Out Flooring, where did that come from? The name well, and the whole... I was going to do W Clark, but just like so many... Where I live, there's already some other clerks that are floor layers. Right. So I didn't want to be associated with someone else. So I just... I was looking and one of the customers actually said to me, Warren, you actually go all out. And I was just... Thank you. Love it. Just, it, was, it. Yeah, it was instant. I was so... Brilliant. And what flooring do you do at All Out Flooring? What What's your specialities are? We do everything apart from woods and ceramics. So we do sisal, seagrass, mainly LVTs and carpets, really. Okay. And why do you steer away from the wood? Is that just because you never did it at the other company, or is it just what's your, what's your no, thoughts? When, when we first started doing it years ago, I'll, tell you, I'll be honest with you, it used to hurt my hands. Right, okay. And uh, I used to get issues with it, and the company that I used to work for, they actually stopped selling it. So I sort of just stopped doing it and just sort of LVT was coming in. It was picking up. So we just concentrated on that, to be honest. Brilliant, brilliant. And what are you working on right now? I know you told me just before the call, but what, what jobs are in the diary at the moment? At the moment, we're over in um, Tadworth, in, like, near Epsom in Surrey. Yeah. We've already completed the three rooms, landing the stairs and carpets the other week. Now we are going to be putting LVT down. We've got about 70, 75 metres of screed to do today and then wait for the products to come in and then we're going to be fitting that at the end of the week. Yeah. And when you set up in your own business, what was the, what did you find the most difficult that you might thought, you might think, obviously you wanted to go for more money, but has that transpired to be the case with if you divide how many hours you put into your existing business to what you get paid, has that dream come true? I'll tell you what, I wanted more money and I thought I'd have a bit more time. Obviously, I've learned the hard way and realised I'm actually working longer hours, doing longer days. It's for myself and if I do need some time off, I can take the time off, actually enjoy some family time. Yeah. Where before, when you worked for a company, it was limited to your days and your time off of over Christmas and your bank holidays. Yeah. And family, I've got two kids, and I didn't really have a lot of family time. Yeah, yeah. And do you re- religiously book that in now? Um, I, I do have a family. In August, I tend to have a bit of down tools time. Yeah. Just uh, kids are on a six-week holiday. I get to spend some time with the girls. 
and um yeah i i do whenever i'm not working mate my kids they get we do a lot of things together oh that's class that the game changer for me was managing um our diaries and whatever businesses we're being involved in is actually booking in the kids and the commitments before the work because that's where some people fall fall like they get that busy and then when it's time for a holiday you're like i can't really take a holiday because i need the money but it but the world, the world changing thing for me was looking in January and booking in all the holidays. Not necessarily going on big, fancy, expensive holidays, but just little days here, days there. That 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 made a huge difference. And when Mrs. Jones wants a screen doing on Monday, the answer's no. You know, it's it's already booked in. That was there. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There there is times, as you say, because you never know what's around the corner. No. In our in our trade, and it's and I don't know what it's like for you. But it's one of them ones when my main priority is if I tell a customer that I'm going to a measure at X o'clock or whatever, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Hey, I dislike anyone when they said they're going to do something that they don't do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I stick to my word. And I think that's that's basically where I've got today, to be honest with you. I couldn't agree more. People are buying. Um, obviously the your knowledge, but then also your word, and that that yeah. means you know. Um, in the past, I've seen so many people uh, price jobs more expensive, and then they've gone with a cheaper quote, and then ring back three weeks later and say, "Well, actually, sorry, I've been let down. I got yeah. to accept your quote." And it's like you know, you thought you'd lost it, you thought the deal had gone off the table, and again, someone had just took on too much or done that, and just not not held the word. So it's, it's so cool. we get it we get it weekly people say oh give them a price and obviously you price in uh, you're always going to find someone that might come in cheaper you cheaper than you but mm. they're not going to do the same job no when whenever we we go into a job i go through with the customer i give them the options of obviously some people like to apply in feather i always like to apply in latex yes just, yeah. just a better finish all round and then I don't know, fifty-fifty. Some of them go, well, what do you reckon? Recommend. Yeah. So I would give them my professional opinion, and then you could say it's X amount. That, and then you get some people to go with a cheaper option, and then you get some people to go. Do you know what? What you recommend, which is which is nice. Yeah, that's that's the thing. People will um, actually buy on your recommendation, but also if you explain the downfalls and point out the obvious, so as in yep. you, I could quite easily just ply this and feather it, or I could just do this, but I'm not going to do this, and they're looking for that certainty. Um, yep. And you will get a cheaper... I've found a really interesting one to actually point out to the customer, you will definitely get a cheaper price for this job if you're asking other people to do a job. And they're like, oh, right. You know That, that, that seems to be like a bit of a game changer, pointing out the obvious that... Yeah. You're not doing it like everyone else. In some ways, uh, you know, for the for the better good of the job, um, yeah. to save a couple of quid, and then that wins jobs. So I'm completely with yeah. you on that. Yeah, and I always say to the customer, you spend all this money because we we're working in nice properties. You're not working in nasty houses that are just trying to spend a couple hundred quid here and there. People are spending thousands of pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I said you don't want to cut corners on the last piece. You've done it. Made everything look nice. Why are you going to try and save a couple hundred quid? And at the end of the day, this floor is going to be down forever. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what at the moment, or certainly in the last 12 months, excluding supply prices, um, 
COVID, what have you found the biggest challenge running your business in the last 12 months? I'd say the biggest challenge is, it's probably, I'm a bit old school, like a dinosaur. <laughs> Online technology, I prefer speaking to people and stuff like that. There's so much stuff online now where if you go around to a customer's house with samples, you'll surround the samples. The first thing they do is they take a picture, they're looking online, so they can get it a pound cheaper online. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing you're up against. And at the end of the day, you're supplying a service from start to finish. Yeah. And I think that's probably the hardest thing now is trying to be fair and what's the word? They're trying to be fair and give them, give them what value as well. Do you break your price? On your quotation, do you break down materials and labour split or is it one price? That's one thing that does wind me up as a person. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chilled and easy going because they want a breakdown of everything, but sometimes it doesn't work like that. No. If it's smaller areas, on a meterage, it isn't going to cover on a meterage, so you've got to allow your time. Yeah. Uh, and when you try and explain that to them, it's like you've got a screed down, you've got to come back the next day. Yeah. So it's all about time. So, yeah, don't really break down a price. 95% of the people either say yes or you don't hear back from them. So you so. just give one price, bottom of the court, yeah. that's out, right? Perfect. Um, and then it'll be, depending on what the job is, take 70% deposit to cover materials and then pay balance and completion. Yeah. Yeah. And don't really get any aggro. Uh, you might say, oh, it's a lot of money to stump, but you said at the end of the day, I can't be out of pocket to play your stuff and hope that you're going to pay for, pay for the job when it's completed. No, no. And I think if they do ask for a breakdown, you can always give them literally labour materials. So that's yeah. everything from the primer, the screed or, or whatever, blades, yeah. etc. That is materials and then the yeah. labour. And normally they'll stop at that level. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's sometimes it. I've always referred to it like you know when you go on a all inclusive holiday, you don't yeah. ask them how much for use of the pool. You know, it's like well, it's six grand, or you're not going to ask them how much for the jelly. If you tell them the jelly's six quid, you're like six quid for jelly. But you know, it's like no, you you're paying for an experience. You you're paying for that um, that time while you're sharing it with them. If that makes sense, it's the same with flooring. You know, it's a little bit far fetched to put it like that, but it's. You know, if you if you went booked a holiday and you said the the jelly's six quid, you'd be a bit upset. But you know, it's yeah. that's not just what you're paying for. So it seems to be in our game. They've all they've done all the extensions. Spent all the, we're the last people in. Yeah. So we all go. Oh, we've gone over budget, and we just hear it every day. And it just it is what it is. You know. Yeah. So you you were saying just before the podcast, you're having a little challenge with a an existing either client or. What, yeah. what, we won't mention names, but uh, what what's going yeah. on there? Mention no names, but um, yeah, just it's the first time really. Um, done a big job, done a job for him before, all good. Uh, and it was sort of a last minute. Can you do this? Can you do that? And it was a, a big old screening job. We'd done two hundred twenty nine bags of latex. Wow! So, so it was a lot involved. The no staircasing, pumping stuff up ladders. It was labour intense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, no names mentioned, but um, yeah, the job was completed a little while ago. It's promising me, yeah, yeah, get it paid. Then it was, oh, I'm waiting for a transfer off the customer. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, mate, um, just had a big VAT bill, blah, blah, blah. And the sex. Well, <laughs> like, everyone else has got the same 
same things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, it's certainly yeah. not tight out there. I think there's just not as much work as there was. As you know, there was some complacency over over COVID and that type of thing. And I think it's yeah. just got to the point now where everyone's just holding on to the the it, cash flow a little bit. Was being normal because, as you say, COVID everything shut down for a while, um, and after that, it was just it was every everybody you knew in the flooring game or even in the building game was manic, manic. And I think all of a sudden, the big rush that everyone was getting was like, "Oh yeah, you've got to change it. why is that? It's actually just going to start going back to being normal and controllable." Yeah, that's it. And you got to work a bit more for your money, you know. To, but uh, yeah, well, you've got to be you've got to be smarter. They're definitely smarter, as you say. There's, there's so many nowadays. We're getting people. They say, "Oh, we've seen this one online or this one in Howden's, but it's not the same quality that you're putting down. That's been around for years, tried and tested." No, no. And those are the ones you just walk away from. That's just yeah. yeah. Well, get an idea within the first few emails from going from your site visit and stuff if they're going to be a mess up or actually genuinely interested in getting a price from you. Yeah. No, but I do know you are getting four, you used to get two or three quotes. The, the average person now, because you turn up there, there's samples there, so you know someone else has already been there. Yeah. And people are getting 10 to 15 quotes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... and like, wow. It's, 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 and it's hard. As you say, it is, it's hard. But I think you sort of win a job to someone how you are with them they sort of get a feel about who you are and stuff like that where as a good selling point for myself is that I'm going to be there Yeah, I'm just going to get any subcontractor I've never seen before haven't seen the quality of his work and so enough and at the end of the day some people like especially when you're in someone's house Yeah, at the end of the, they want to feel like the guys that are working in the house they can trust trust you leave you a key give you a key come and go as you want so far when you're working in people's houses yeah and that's why I think um, I put out on social media quite often about looking after yourself first and stuff you know if you're turning up absolutely exhausted on a Thursday afternoon with like, yeah. glue down your face and you you know you, 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 you know and you had a couple of drinks at the football the night before you, you're not yeah. turning up as the best version which sounds a bit woo woo but when there is people getting you know, three, five, ten quarts, it, yeah. it's fucking critical that you turn up the best yeah. version to measure it because you might be the best floor layer in the world and, yeah. you know, outfit everyone. But if you turn up like a bag of shit, you're not going to be a, a sort of close the deal as such because that's what you're there to do. You're there to measure the job, but you're there to feed your family and yourself with, you know, and I wouldn't say convince the client you're the right person, but aesthetically, that's what you're doing. That's, if it's yeah. a really nice job, you really want to do it. So if you're turning up not as good as you could, well, that's on you. And that's that's why I've seen um, people that get really busy. And, and But I like the way they, they, they're booking measure days, like every week or every two weeks, they're booking a full day out of the diary just to go and measure jobs. So they get in the van, full clean clothes, and just go out measuring. It doesn't always work like that, but... Some people yeah. have implemented that. It like changes the business, and they've been doing it 15, 20 years, just measuring jobs on a night at seven o'clock when you're knackered. You know, it's just yeah, when you've done a hard day's draft, you probably ain't eating the stuff for lunch, and then you're gonna get back, and then you're doing paperwork and stuff like that. It is, it can, it can take it out of you. Exactly, and it's just 
and people are looking for that, you know, so that person that might show up that little bit better, they might get a better vibe about it. So, so yeah. Um, so over the time you've, you've even been in the flooring industry, what is the best bit of advice you've ever been given, Warren? And who was it from, if you can remember? I'll tell you exactly what. If we go back the first week I started. So obviously, I first week I started, I made a little mistake. So the, the company I worked for, he said, do you want to work Saturday? I was like, yeah, fine. Wanted to look keen, say so like, I'm enjoying the job. Cutting some underlay, cutting some underlay. Obviously not realising they've laid the carpet there previous. Gone a bit too deep. And it was the first thing, and hopefully my last thing, that ever happened to me when I made the mistake. But it was my honesty that the guy said, thank you for telling me. But obviously with the fitters that we used to work with years ago, they was they they were telling me it's going to cost me thousands of pounds to replace it, but it was only a bit of stuff. So Yeah, absolutely no. Honesty, honesty is everything. Well, uh, and this is what I try to say to the guys that work with me or even other guys that I know. At the end of the day, if you break something or damage something, you haven't done it on purpose. Accidents can happen. Just be honest and say it. Don't try and cover things up and hide something. Because at the end of the day, the customer's going to respect you for telling her and her finding out and having you up. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I dropped the I right bollock at the Harrogate Flooring Show. So I got... Um, <laughs> I got asked by one of the manufacturers to lay this new um, click flooring down underlay. It's 30 metres, and I'm like, you've not laid flooring probably since the start of COVID, so what? Um, and that was probably just helping someone out. I only went out in COVID just to help someone. But anyway, I laid this 30 metres. I was dead proud of myself. All the joints were lovely. It was nice and tight to the thing. It was, yeah, I got it down, 30 metres of click wood. What was it? Um, let's say three hours. I like literally got it down. So I was patting myself on the back, so proud of myself. And um, what was I cutting? Oh, that was it. So I then moved some of the display things onto the floor, but one of the boards didn't fit. So I got the circular saw out. I was like, right, I'll just trim the edge off, put me, me track on, straight on the edge, and then forgot to t- uh, tweak the depth gauge on the, um, <laughs> on the saw. <laughs> I just literally um, I had it up on up on the board because it was in the middle of the show. I didn't have benches or anything. I was like working on my toolbox and things like that. So it was a bit sort of uh, Bob the Builder. But anyway, dropped the blade on the circular saw, big six inch scar straight through the brand new floor I've just fitted. <laughs> so yeah, I had to. Um, everyone started arriving. I'm like, right, I put this bit of stand here. Don't move it. <laughs> The floor looks amazing. I'm really chuffed with even the trims and everything. I think I've really pulled it out of the bag, but no, I dropped the uh, circular saw straight through it. I just thought oh, I'm not... Everyone's... Just... No, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. The right at the last cut, it was literally the last cut before my tills went, went back in the higher van, so... Oh. I won't ask you back to help him out then. Probably not, no. I've probably been banned from it now. That's no. It's always me that gets the crisis management. Oh, can you just go and do this? Like, yes, I'll do it. But anyway, um, so you said a bit that you're working in nice houses. What What's the ideal client for you? If you could choose the jobs you do every day, who, what what jobs are you doing, and who for? Um, I do I do a lot of work for um, designers. Right. So 
that's what I've built up um, close connections with over the years. And it seems to be, if you do it for one uh, interior designer, they sort of have a friend and then you sort of start just spreading out through them. Yeah. Usually they tell you a product, what they want. It's all sort of been arranged. You give them a price, you get a deposit, and then it's just, when can you fit it? That, that's, that's what I like doing. Yeah. I like working for designers and I like working for easy customers. Not that you get them all the time, but yeah. it's just as you get a phone go hire, someone's give me your number or I've seen your reviews online. Or could you come around and give us a quote, go around. They sort of, you ask them what they want, take some samples or whatever. And then, yeah, just easy. Yeah. But not always like that. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. So, yeah, normal, normal people just people like dealing with nice people and how have you found apart from let's say recommendation because that's obviously the best form how else have you found customers find you tell you what having the business line written as honestly because you pull up somewhere or even if you're filling up some diesel a lot of people say oh sorry mate i'm doing some building work or something can you give us a card so the same definitely a massive it definitely works, definitely a bonus. And as you say, it's when you turn up, it looks smart, looks professional. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say definitely a sign written van. And yeah, we try like, the SEO and stuff like that, like for the advertising, but I'm not, I'm not too sold on it all, to be, to be honest. Well, I think that's one thing. I mean, I don't know if you know about us, but we set up a digital market agency called Truth because we were sick. Yeah of people telling us a lot of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah, it's, it's hard to say, oh, you're going to get these leads and all that, and you're like, yeah. it's... You, you, you're paying all this money, but don't think by the time you've done it, and they say, oh, you've got to give it a few years for it to kick in, get your profile up high. Yeah. Well, it, it definitely does work, Warren, but again, it's how it's explained. Like everything, like flooring, um, yeah. like your SEO takes a minimum of nine months in my opinion to even start getting jobs so you're basically yeah. paying for nine months and if anyone tells you that you're going to start getting business straight away they're telling you a load of shit and yeah. after that it's a good investment in the website because it gets you up right up at the top but it just takes time and effort and constant persistence and you know and nine months worth of money before you see the result which if yeah. you like if people want instant results which is what some people do want Google AdWords, in our opinion, is the best way of getting it because you can have that turned on and then, say, within 48 to 72 hours, you possibly can get a phone call, you know, if it, you know, once it's settled in and once it's done its thing. And, again, you control that, so you can be very pedantic of who you're working for, where you're working and things like that. But that's, that's why my me and my business partner set up Truth because I was just – I brought him into my business to grow – our flying business and then when, when we sort of i came back from that it was like hang on there's just a huge hole in the market of flooring people getting told a load of shit <laughs> yeah. um, just tell us the honest truth um uh, and that's all we want to know and then also yeah. we want to know is it actually getting us lvt work is it getting us carpet fitting work you know that we're not interested in like do this that and the other is it you know are we getting dream customers out of it um and that's how it that's how it works so with with ours, we've got people's telephone numbers connected to our system and their emails. So if we think, right, well, Warren spent 300 quid, 
we can yeah. actually see, well, Warren's phone's rang um, five times and he's had three emails. So we can say, right, you've spent that, that's what you've got. And you're like, right, well, that, that's worth its weight in gold. If you don't know that data, you may as well just go outside the van and start throwing, you know, throwing money out the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you say, as you just, you're hitting a nail on the head there, unless you're seeing them statistics coming through, you don't know whether the officers doing it is he clicking on your website or something like that yeah so and and i think that's the other thing where it it works really well because because i'm from the flying industry someone sat in even though they might be the best let's say marketing company in the in the country in our opinion there's not a flying expert looking at the data so if you're getting loads of clicks on cheap laminate they don't know if that's actually They'll think, oh, well, you're getting this. And you know, well, don't do laminate. Or, or laminate. Laminate's the same as LVT. And say, well, it's not. You know, it's not. <laughs> and, and, and even the ones we have, like um, Candine, spelt in about 15 different ways. Or people go looking for Candine, but what they actually mean is LVT. You know, they, yeah. they use it as a... So there's lots of ways of manipulating the data for what people search for rather than someone setting a digital marketing agency. Um Let's say just trying to get your clicks because clicks are no use unless you you know you're transacting money. But but anyway, that transpired. But as you can see, it's one of my passions that people taking yeah. money for digital things that don't work. It's just yeah, it's uh, one of my bugbears. But yeah, I agree with you with the van sign writing. It's also one of my bugbears where people say oh, I'm looking to get more work. I'm looking to build my profile. Is your van sign written? No. And it's like, oh, well, I didn't get it signed in because my tools might get nicked. Well, you might get nicked anyway. So get some decent insurance. That means you've got tools in transit and, and get all the work from it while you own the van. You know, it's... I think a lot of the guys that ain't signed written, they do a lot of subcontracting for different firms here, there and everywhere. So what's your favourite products and what have you got fitted to the house at home? Well, I like uh, my LVTs. Obviously, founding uh, an Antico, which I've used for a long time, but I've recently just started um, using the Brampton Chase. Right. It's actually a really nice product. And do you know what? They're actually really, really lovely people as well. Yeah. No messing around. You ask for the samples to be sent out. They get sent out straight away. A- any any issues or whatever, that someone gets back to you straight away. So it's, yeah. And um, with regards to the how. It's just carpets upstairs. Yeah. And when we bought the house, the lady just had it all fit. It would. Right. So it, it's nice to look at, but it creaks and it drives me insane. But I'm not, I'm not changing it because we're probably going to be looking at moving house soon. Right. So it's not getting ripped up and LVT. No. It's perfect, but it's just wood floors. It's, it's not my thing. Well, it shouldn't be creaking and cracking, but but there anyway. It's, uh... Yeah, but you know who's put it down? That's the problem. No, no, absolutely. So we're going to go into the quick fire round, and again, you can uh, elaborate if you wish on some of them. Um, sunbathing or skiing? Skiing, hundred percent. Brilliant. Uh, beer, wine, or tea or coffee? Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea, man. <laughs> Only. Oh, yeah, that's a uh, very, very pedantic. That I love it. Um, and if you won ten million on the lottery tonight, what are the first five things you would spend it on? First five things I do. First thing I would do is I buy my mum a big house. 
The second thing I do is I buy my mo- mother-in-law and father-in-law a nice big bungalow. Yeah. Buy me and the kids a nice, a nice house. Yeah, without bamboo. Yeah, without bamboo. <laughs> I buy my missus Mercedes or an Audi that she really wants. Right. Because that is her dream car, so I'll do that. And then probably end up buying myself a little fishing lake, if I'm honest, if I had a bit of money left over. Love it. So is that what you like doing in your past, in your... Yeah, some, some people say it's boring, but it's the only time I actually physically and mentally switch off from the real world, really. Yeah. So that's that's what I like doing, a bit of fishing, a bit of time away, and it's just, it relaxes your mind. It's, it's therapeutic. Oh, I love it, I love it. Would you have a dream car? Would you, uh, is it not your thing? As long as it starts in the morning, it gets me to A to B. I've never really been interested in cars and stuff. If it it works, I'm happy with it. So, yeah, I'm I'm not fussy on them sort of things. So it's the missus that'll get the the, the flash motor? Missus, the missus, she'll get the car. And she can drop you off at the fishing lane, unless it's on site. She'll be there, to be honest. Yeah, love it. So, how can everyone on the podcast um, reach out to you if they want? Where's the best place to find you on on socials and things like that? Uh, socials on Instagram, All Out Flooring Limited. Um, you can get in contact on the web website www.alloutflooring.co.uk. Uh, you can email us at all outflooring at the match. Or you can 07572-039-506 on the phone. Seven chat, brilliant. Well, Warren. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, hopefully the technology hasn't failed us completely on this one, but hopefully we'll join the dots up. All right, lovely. Thank you for your time, Tom. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Have a good day. If you'd like to find out more information about what we do, you can visit our website at cockerellandco.co.uk. That's cockerell and co.co.uk we also have an instagram account which is cockerel and co and also we are on facebook once again don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we look forward to seeing you here again soon